Trisden here with the Extreme Common Sense Podcast, thanking our friends at Berea Pond. We could not do the podcast without the generous support from Aaron and Robin at Berea Pond. And also, my house wouldn't have nearly as much cool stuff without all the items at Berea Pond. So when you're ready for your next furniture, gun, ammo, pallet, they have so much cool stuff, you're not ever going to regret going to Berea Pond. That's Berea Pond at 107 Clay Drive in the old IGA building across from near New Auto Center. Don't miss out. If you're from the area, you got to get into Berea Pond. I'm Trisden. And I'm Ray. What we hope to do here is find a little bit of middle ground on some of these extremely polarizing social and political issues. Welcome everybody to Extreme Common Sense. All right, what's up, Ray? Are we now doing a show? Man, let's just do a show. Why not? How you been? It's been a little while since we've been in uh, in it's, studio. It's actually been a long while, and with apologies to whoever tried to listen to the god awful phone show, that's what we should, probably should have entitled that the god awful phone god awful phone show. Yeah, that would have been that. I gave up on it. It was pretty miserable. Yeah, I, and I knew most of what you said because I was on the conversation, but exactly. I could hear me pretty good and, and, I, and not I a word. You, I made the greatest points that day. I, it was it was my absolute best in all the years of doing this. It was by far your best show, yeah, yeah, by far. Fantastic. Yeah. So, but we are now in a new location. This is our third studio, and I don't know what are we doing this now? Year and a half, I guess. Yeah. And so we should probably say, I look forward to mentioning our new sponsor, which is Dad's Flooring. We're in a Dad's Flooring satellite location at a Vladimir Putin-sized table, which is pretty nice. I was thinking that. You are a long way away from me. We are a good eight feet (laughs) apart, but we should probably... This is a COVID show. We can do this with COVID. (laughs) Yes. So, And I'm sure that Aaron at Berea Pond would also like me to say this for for dads. And and we should have Troy come up with one of those disclaimers that is like, the views represented here do not necessarily reflect necessarily reflect, reflect those of our sponsors no doubt so yeah i mean we're just talking off the cuff and you know as deeply grateful as we are to our sponsors they probably don't agree with anything we say but are still nice enough to support so uh, hopefully they agree with some of what we say but no i i take your point fully yeah and you're going to be hearing this for the first time uh, that we're hearing it so if we still need to need to do some more tweaking give us a little latitude but i think at a minimum it's going to be better than the phone show yeah worst case scenario it's going to be better than the phone show and uh so the phone show is where we try to show with each of us on our cell phones and uh, tristan sounded okay mine was miserable i don't know if it was location or maybe i had the speaker on or something but it was pretty awful then we missed a few shows so it feels like it's been two months since we've actually done a show i'm kind of excited to be back yeah, man, it, it's pretty nice. It's good to see you and be in the room. I've had a a, a, a Bruce Springsteen book for like a month and a half that and I've been trying to give that. you, and it's just like uh, the universe did not want you to have it. That's funny. <laughs> it's true. I've You're telling me there's been enough Springsteen in my life. <laughs> man, I but guess I'll so. I'll look at it tonight, man. Oh, very nice. And here we are. We haven't done a show in, in a month, and Trizan's on his phone. Are you doing business? You know what? Uh, yes. I almost, unfortunately, always am doing business, and if it's not business, it's the owner at 10 p.m. with a 
urgent thing that he has to ask me about that could have easily waited until the next business no, I day. Know. So. I know the owner. Yeah. That's the bad side <laughs> you, of texting, isn't you've it? You've met him. Well, it really is. And you know what? I love with my job. I'm, you know, essentially, you know, a glamorized salesperson. I love being able to help my clients at night. I don't mind a bit at 10 p.m. <laughs> being, you know, getting a call from a client that needs an ad change the following day. But you know, you don't really want to take that owner question at 10 p.m. that's no. work-related that, come on, man. No, my dad had a rule, no phone calls after 9. Of course, now with texting, that's kind of mute. Yeah. M- mute point. So we're also, um, we've just set up some equipment here, and Tristan <laughs> just lost his microphone. It may need some Viagra. He didn't, lo- he didn't lose the microphone. He lose- lost the microphone stand. Yeah. So it, Luckily, I caught it and uh, was able to keep talking. So... <laughs> He's struggling a little bit now. Though. Good thing <laughs> we're not doing video. Now, for, somebody told me there's a free YouTube, so we could put ourselves on YouTube. Yeah, you know, one of the the our supposed to be guests today didn't work out. We'll get him on real soon. Jamie, uh, who hosts the True Crime Cast show, uh, was saying that one of the things that they sort of recommend now for folks doing podcasts to get some visibility is to record the studio. You know, record your show. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like a bit of work, but. Certainly, I think a good idea, which I don't know that it would help our case if people could actually see us, but no, <laughs> you know, it's another platform to put our show. So. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Whew. So, man, I've got, I guess, a few things written down. It's been kind of a bit of a crazy news week. How about that Nashville shooting? Yeah. Sad. Yeah. And now going through the whole he, she. Pronoun, yeah, yeah. transgender. So was, I, and again, I'm, I haven't read much about it, and I wish I had since we do a podcast. But born a woman, transitioning to a man, is that correct? I think vice versa, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah. See, I if we're going to be well, the experts, I should have known. I mean, but I, the weird thing is that there are very, very few. I mean, just very few. Like, I don't know any um, mass shootings conducted by females. Yeah. Well, that was and, not that it was a a good thing because obviously it's not, but it was definitely noticeable when it was a female. So I'm thinking this was a dude transitioning. I'm thinking because he still had those male tendencies or, or yeah, you can, you can go. I'm going to sneeze Tristan. Okay. Which is not going to be good. Sorry, (laughs) Troy, Troy, can you edit this? This this could be the new location up here with no offense to dad's carpeting. It might be a little dust. I know I have a dust allergy. Um, And we, we should probably swing up here with a vacuum. Like this is a gorgeous space. This is like a thousand square feet, but it's obviously not been used for a bit. So yeah, we we could swing a vacuum and a duster probably. Yeah. Yeah. But that's our problem, not Dad's. He's very generous to us. Um, but yeah, that was kind of crazy. And, and now, have you seen Tristan? You probably have because you're good with this stuff. One of the young folks at work showed me clips from the South Park school shooting episode. Oh, I've seen the episode, so I'm familiar with what you're talking oh, about. Oh my but god! It, yeah, but don't they nail it? A hundred percent. Yeah, as they do with so many things. And yeah, South Park is. I think we'll one day be considered one of the best all-time shows because they've really handled some pretty tough issues pretty damn well. Like, they find ways to talk about things that I feel like a lot of other shows and media outlets are not comfortable talking about. That's it. And I think they've just – they've got the caveat of having been around since 1998. They're not canceled. They're rich. They're not going anywhere. And they're giving you a pretty honest opinion. And and I bet you if they were on this show, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, uh, the founders of that show, would probably be pretty darn on par with us. Probably more central than far lefty or far right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. But it's a, it's a great episode, and it really synopsizes the whole uh, 
uh, problem, really, for lack of a better word, that we find in American society right now, which is this mass amount of of gun violence and mass shootings. And they're, you know, just Google South Park um, school shooter episode, and it's like, you know. The chief of police. It's just like, oh, Jesus, not another one. Come on. Right. Can't these teachers just deal with this? Shit's getting old. No doubt. And, you know, oh, my God. Sad but, stuff, man. And, and I don't I don't know. I, you know what? As as much as I'd like to come on here as a, as a guy who tends to, to go middle left and just say, isn't it about time we just ban all the guns and guns this and guns that? Now, I, I do see both sides of this. Now, uh, from talking to our buddy Aaron, who owns a gun store, who, in full disclosure, is a sponsor, but I'm not going to change my opinion as much as I care about Aaron. Like, it does feel like a lot of the, the laws and regulations that we pass are stupid, and then they don't help. And then there's a lot of opportunity to do better laws and to enforce important laws and focus on mental health. And I, I think there's a lot to it. I'm not saying that I wouldn't personally like to see AR-15s maybe – gone or to have another step for folks that need those now again i don't want to hurt the boy from kentucky that's been shooting since he's 12 years old when he goes to buy a 22 single shot rifle to go hunting with his dad but yes we we should keep the 18 year old kid from walking into a store and leaving with an ak-15 or ar-15 i mean yeah there's a there's a like i often say the two seemingly intractable uh, entities in American society are guns and abortion, right? They're both so difficult because they're both fraught with so much emotion and, and are, you know, understandably so. Um, so the left needs to realize that you, I, Aaron, have the right to own a weapon, and typically that is the weapon of our choosing, okay? Because that is a constitutionally protected amendment. Got that. So that's where the left sometimes falls short fall short with all the you know ban all guns kind of stuff you're not that's not happening in america it's just not part of our it's just too woven into the fabric of american culture so the left has to understand that on the other hand the right in my opinion needs to understand that that amendment reads a well-regulated militia that often sure those three words or two words well-regulated three words well-regulated militia often gets overlooked by conservatives. I don't hear the NRA talking about that. And I would argue, Aaron might disagree, but I would argue that it's not terribly well-regulated when a kid can walk in and walk out with a weapon that you're talking about. A um, little bit of empirical evidence. If you look back to the passage of the Brady Bill, mid-'90s, that was um, uh, Ronald Reagan's press secretary who was shot with Reagan uh, the day he was shot and was very horribly injured and confined to a wheelchair the rest of his life, he and his wife lobbied hard and got the Brady Bill passed, which did include a restriction on however we want to term them, assault rifles, weapons of military use, uh, semi-automatic, whatever it is, the ARs and so forth. And if you look empirically, shootings, mass shootings were down. And then there was a 10-year moratorium on that, which Bush Jr., W allowed to expire. And if you look at the expiration of that from 95 forward, there have been more shootings. So is one and one, two in that instance? Perhaps not. And somebody from the NRA might be able to argue against that. But again, empirically, that kind of made sense. So yeah, there should be more restriction. You know, cars are restricted here. There's got to be some reason that America is the only country in the world, Tristan, that is willing to, and I know this is going to sound harsh, and Aaron might not like this, but 
Tell me where I'm wrong. We seem to be the only country in the world willing to sacrifice school children for the right to own weapons. I don't think that anybody would argue that if giving a, an even playing field that we could say we're going to ban this and guarantee school children aren't going to be killed. I don't think there's anybody really on either side that, that wouldn't take that, right? But you get rid of ARs. You're still going to have other guns. Sure, there's so many guns. That's like the there problem, just right? is. Three hundred fifty like million. I think there's more guns than there are citizens. So now again, I think what the line that you're trying to to walk is to look. Ninety nine point nine percent of gun owners do a great job. You know, look, me and you could walk outside of Dad's here, probably see forty gun owners just in our train of vision from where we're at. None of them will ever be arrested for a weapons crime. So the key is to when you figure the millions of Americans that have guns, you do want to protect their rights, but then also they have to give some too. And I think their ultimate fear is, well, everything's a slippery slope. Anytime there's a little ban, then it, they're going to take all of our weapons. Right. And I do get that because there are people on our side that that is the ultimate goal. They would like to see that happen. But I just think we're going to have to slog to the middle a little bit just like it's not legal to have dynamite. And again, I think if Aaron was here, he would say the problem with everybody wanting to ban AR weapons is that they just look cooler than the regular rifles that do the exact same thing. But nonetheless, all of these crimes seem to be done with an AR. So if they just think this is the cool gun I need to go do this with and they can't get it, maybe that alone would help. I mean, I get the point of the, the right when they say that, you know, that is every other gun. It just looks like it's a weapon of war. So how do you feel about the argument that the only way to stop bad guys with guns is to have more good guys with guns? I don't love that. Well, look, you could take a country, uh, and I always mess this up. Uh, I think it's Sweden. One, one of the, the Switzerland. Switzerland, that every male at uh, 18 is, given a, is issued a gun. So, and there's literally no gun crime over there because everybody is trained through school and they, you know, they know how to operate it. They have respect for their weapon, et cetera, which is a good thing. I was raised to treat a, a weapon with respect in my ROTC classes as a kid. So that's a good thing. The problem is there's, I'm making air quotes, most of the good guys with the guns are, there's more Don Knotts than there are yeah. Andy Griffith, right? So the problem is, is. More making, Barneys than Andys. Yeah. So you're trying to make sure that's that funny. there's, like in a perfect world again, Yes, actually trained good guy with a gun would help a situation. Right. But arming some history teacher that, you know, doesn't know his or her ass from a hole in the ground and a school shooting takes off may do more bad than good. Right. So, you know, I just think yeah, it does take training because just yeah. somebody just happened to have it. Someone just happening to have a gun doesn't mean in a given situation they're going to use it properly. Oh, right? of course. Because adrenaline kicks in and you're excited. And, you know, I think there's a, I think they say 70% of police officers, pretty well trained, miss their target at 20 feet in a given situation because the adrenaline rush exactly. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, there was a, I heard this again. I'm not backing this stat up. I can't tell you where I saw it, but it was something like one out of four infantry fighters. It was in World War One or World War Two. on the front lines were found having not fired their weapon. They mm. couldn't do it. Like in that situation, 
A, it's scary as fuck. You know, you think, I right. mean, I hear people all the time, oh, oh, I just drop on. them. Yeah, right. Man, give me a fucking break. Like, well, maybe. And there are some of those guys. Like, there are some people. There that are. Can but do to that. Aaron's credit, when he was here on our show last, I said, you know, a lot of the cowboy image, the John Wayne and, and, and uh, you know, so forth that American culture plays in. And, and he agreed 100%. Yeah, there's a lot of cowboy image that, that people. And, and you're right. I, I've always hated that. You come in my house, I'm going to drop you where you stand. Have you really thought about that, you know? And what you might feel uh, once that person's laying there bleeding out because you put your fucking bullet in them. I mean, you know, yeah, there's a lot of that macho bullshit that plays into guns, which is just such crap. But, but you know, I was, to, to be fully honest and frank, I was probably that person, Triz. And so I think I have a, a little more latitude on this subject. Moving down here from New Jersey, I'm sure I was a person at in my late 20s, young and stupid, who's go house to house and take every fucking gun. There's too many guns in America. Okay, then I li- I've lived longer here now than I did in Jersey. And I realize how literally woven into the fabric of society guns are in places like kentucky tennessee alabama mississippi yes the south much more so than they are in the north it's more about hunting in the north and perhaps a handgun for protection in your nightstand but there typically aren't arsenals of weapons at least i don't recall them as you see here in the south okay so that's a divide i got that but again i think if we constantly have these shootings and we seem to be the only country in the world and that really is not a point that, in my opinion, can be lost on anybody. This isn't a worldwide thing. Inflation is worldwide. COVID was worldwide. The gun epidemic in America ain't worldwide. It doesn't even stretch past our borders. Canada doesn't struggle from this. And oh, by the way, Mexico doesn't struggle from this. Yes, the cartels kill people, but fucking citizens don't kill each other in Mexico as we do in America. This is a uniquely American dilemma that has to be solved by us. So you're right there has to be some middle ground found the left has to stop talking about taking all guns because there are i don't know if it's 99.9 percent but a vast majority of people with guns are responsible so the left has to stop talking about taking all guns away but the right also has to realize well regulated and right now guns in america are simply not well regulated there needs to be more again no disrespect to aaron he might disagree but as long as you have those gun shows those loopholes where some fucking yeehaw can come and get whatever gun he wants in uh, court days at Mount Sterling, you've got a problem. As long as you have states that have different laws, so I can have the most draconian laws uh, in the world in Illinois, but next door is Indiana, and so uh, the guns come in from Indiana. Most of the shootings in Chicago are not guns that are bought in Illinois. Oh, yeah. They're bought in other places, so you need, you need national laws, not state laws. It has to be overridden by the feds. I'm sure Aaron hates that. And it needs to be regulated, and there does need to be restriction. I mean, like you said, you can't get dynamite, you can't get a bazooka. There are guns in American society that do need to be restricted. Not hunting rifles, not 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 sidearms for your nightstand so you feel more protected in the evening. No, those aren't the guns to come after. But the high capacity, high magazine, and again, I'm out of my element here. I'm not saying I know anything about guns because I don't. But there seems to be a, a way to restrict some of the ammo, some of the high capacity ammo, and so forth to 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 get to a better place in American society because right now we're in a real bad place. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And and again, I think the problem too with this issue, you know, much like abortion on the left, it becomes so polarizing. And instead yeah, of fraught with emotion, right? Because again, you and I could walk literally across the street to Berea Pond and chat with Aaron. 
we would find a lot of stuff we agree with and we'd find a lot of middle ground but i think as long as the people on the right are looking at it oh those motherfuckers are trying to take our guns and then the people on the left they have to give a little bit too now my buddy paul who was probably the most i'll use air quotes responsible gun owner i know and and i know aaron so i'd put him there too paul ironically is from new jersey you would never know that and that's not why i like him as much as i do he's been here a long time we doing all right okay he's checking levels um paul's paul's got in my mind a kentucky accent but paul is a hunter he is a guy who's got a weapon by his nights on his nightstand for protection. He's an NRA member, but he has also said to me, eh, and he's got an arsenal of fucking weapons. There's probably I, I shouldn't put a number on it because I don't want to talk about somebody. There's a it, it's not 10. Uh, it's into the right. dozens. All right. Yeah. Paul's got a, a large gun collection it's kept safely. But he has said to me that he would begrudgingly give up some of the more military style weapons that he has if it meant something for the greater good now to me that's a bit reasonable now i'm not nobody's going to say to paul give up your hunting rifle or give up your pistol that you keep by your nightstand no that's not what we're talking about but we are talking about those other weapons which aaron does need to come back and enlighten us but i don't understand why those weapons are so easily attainable by the american citizenry yeah, man, I don't disagree with that. And and I'm the same. I, you know, I'm a gun owner. And isn't that sort of the middle ground? It is. And, God, I hate playing devil's advocate for the right, and I, I, but I see myself the doing it. The slippery slope? But it is. It well, does, but that's it where the left has that, right? to be. And the, how, do you, how do you get the left to concede, look, we well, are they stopping here. Like, yeah. we, we no, they have to. Here. They yes. have to because guys like us have to say, no, no, you can't go and take everybody's weapon. First of all, right. it's constitutionally protected. And second of all, you know, hunters are going to hunt, and people feel safer when they have their weapon in their nightstand. Mar talks about it all the time. Right. Why would you keep a baseball bat in your room you know, as a way to protect yourself when you have something that's much more efficient at doing that. Correct. And I have the baseball bat, right? Am I ever going to swing a baseball bat and crack somebody's skull? Eh, probably not. But I feel, okay, I got a baseball bat if somebody breaks in. Just in you case, know. never know, kind of. Yeah. yeah. But, but aren't you get... better off if you've got the bait? Once you've taken the step towards the baseball bat, shouldn't you just have the fucking gun? That's kind of Mars point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, I think, you know, you. <laughs> and this is a slightly off topic, but then you go back to That's the. Our uh, show, baby. What was the guy with no legs, the Olympic. Uh, oh, Oscar. Runner? Pas- Pas- Ac- Ac- I'm making Oscar, air quotes Oscar again. Pasuris, yeah. Pastorius, yeah. Accidentally shot his wife. I mean, again, I'm sure more accidental deaths happen. Well, wasn't he they did prove murder didn't they? it was murder didn't okay yeah, but so. again i'm sure i mean accidentally I, shot 27 I, times I, I played fl- i played flag football with a guy that accidentally shot his girlfriend that's a true story now, i was there but supposedly it was he was cleaning didn't it kill her through another room got her in the leg uh, just you know one of the so again there are some don knots folks right you know there and there are a lot of them well so, you know again I, i'm open to and some see, training now that's and, another thing right so do you have and this is going to sound fucking terrible and elitist and pretentious you know should you have to pass some kind of fucking iq test before you're issued a weapon i mean you know there are a lot of people in american society who probably don't need to be carried <laughs> weapons around with them and that's just a fact and we all know who those people are because usually they have them displayed on their side and you're like oh god you right yeah so but yeah so you do have to find you have to get the the folks on the far right begrudgingly to agree 
We don't want Al-Qaeda to have guns. We don't want terrorists in the United States to have, have these guns. We have to find a way that we're keeping people that should not be in a mental institution to pack around a gun in Walmart. Well, and, that's, and that's always the big that, that's always the big bugaboo, right, is mental health. But, uh, again, I often say this about conservatism. I think there's so much of it I like. If only they would show – not I think there's so much of it I like. There's so much of it I like. If only they would show a tad more empathy. Like, they can talk a great game about mental health but boy every fucking time it comes up for a vote in congress that vote the, the republicans vote 80 20 or 90 10 against and, any money and that's for where mental the, health that's where the credibility is lost right because yes. look if you want to yes. say let's get the focus yes. off of guns and on the mental health yes i'm all in on that you gotta put your money where your mouth is you, you and not to, leave it up to democrats who you then beat up for being you know wishy-washy and overly empathetic and oh that's never going to do anything yeah you can't have both you can't if you want to say this is a mental health issue then you've got to do more for mental health yeah and i don't know how it. you do that either tristan i mean it's a a tough ass issue man it really is but i think you know to your point maybe that starts with a basic cognitive function test to prove you know your abcs perhaps or you can count to 30 and you know when you're asked if you want to kill the president you say no i don't so again there's mm -hmm. maybe just a real basic starting place where we're trying to make sure guns are in the right hands did you find out the transitioning of that you know what the man no i i, it's I hard to say well it, they were very coy about it they really weren't saying they be in the authorities and so forth yeah uh, but so, I, I, identified as as audrey hale but again see, i think it was a guy transitioning to a woman that does make more sense yeah. because it does tend to always be that, initially guys so right. you would feel that maybe now raymond told me about this oh, comedian no. who was playing to a mixed race audience and he said you know as much as you can make humor out of school shootings, but it was pretty funny, and I hope I don't butcher it. But he said, uh, he said, you know, these school shootings, it's interesting how the black community looks at school shootings. They say, oh, man, that's the white man sport because there are very few black there's a lot of black on black crime and it's a lot of single, you know, over drugs and stuff, but there's not a lot sure. of black kids going in and shooting 10 people in a school. That's true. It's so black folks look at it as a Air quotes again, white man sport. <laughs> right. He said, but, and this comedian said, but, you know, being a lover of sports and watching the history, I'm going to say in 50 years, you people are going to be taking that over. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man. Because I've seen the evolution with sports. and <laughs> But it, it is, it, it I, you know. You hate to think you're getting to that place where you're um, hardened to all of it. But, you know, Tristan, even 30 years ago, I mean, Columbine kind of changed things. And that was 99. Um, and that was the first one that, you know, and that was that was guns. But they also had pipe bombs and other shit. Um, but Columbine was the one. How old were you when that happened? How old were you in 99? 19. So you remember it well. Yeah. I mean, that was just a huge story. Just graduated school. I mean, it was just high a, school. You know, yeah. I mean, major news story. That happens yes. today, and it's like, huh, fuck, it's another school shooting. Yeah, well, I mean— And that's kind of sad. And again, not to—, to Which was South Park's point. Yeah, that's it. They, that, they, and they made that point very well. But again, for us to sit here and the shooting was what? Yesterday or the day before? Uh, yeah, yesterday. So yesterday, and we can sit here and, and have a little laugh at it, uh, you know, time or two, and that's— I mean, three, six people dead. Yeah, it's seven, not really funny. Yeah. Three nine-year-olds, and, and like it's right. just so commonplace right. that it almost becomes such a 
Well, my brother, auxiliary who is, part of pop culture, who is much further left than either you or I. And again, I get into these exchanges, which really I'm almost an observer. I've told you my far right wing sister, who seems to get more right wing every day, and my progressive brother, and I'm sort of in between, much closer to Tommy than I am to Rainey. Uh, not, not. Well, actually, ironically, probably personally, but also, uh, you know, political view wise. But I try to be the pragmatist that I pride myself on being. And they're fighting this issue. But my brother's point, basically, as a 30 plus year school teacher is, look, after Sandy Hook, when literally 16 kindergartners were slaughtered and nothing changed, I'm done. Because I don't want to hear fucking thoughts and prayers because they mean nothing. I don't want to hear right wing rhetoric about mental health. I don't want now. I don't know if his solution we'd have to ask him is to collect up all the guns. But basically, his point is we did nothing. We being America at large after Sandy Hook were literally 16 fucking kids in kindergarten were gunned down. So if we don't do it, and that's now 12 years ago, I think right. 2010 or 2012, it's 10 plus years ago. Yeah. Done nothing. They still happen in every day, so or close enough. So to him, look, America's proven that the death of school children is an acceptable occurrence for the right to have whatever weapon I want. We've made that deal. That's the deal that America has made. So don't talk to me about anything else. Don't blow smoke up my ass about mental health or about changing things. Now, I'm not saying that I totally agree with that. I'd like to think there's some middle ground, but that's his stance on it. And the evidence would seem to prove him right. Well, here's what I would say as, as a slight counterpoint to that. That would be unfair to say if the right has been trying anything else. Again, mental health. You know, I, I've heard some pretty uh, good arguments about these John Wick type movies just being crammed down our, our very know, true our, in our culture that no other country really has a movie where somebody's going to kill ninety people. I with think guns that's a in fair a critique of Hollywood. I don't think I that's could, unfair in the least. I don't disagree with that at all. These left wing, the far left wing, fucking Hollywood types, but they'll put out a movie that's got a, a million shoot 'em. So fuck you, right? Yeah. So we do have to make laws to attempt to make this better, and I think. If you're the right, you're the gun party, you have to be the party that says, all right, well, we're really going to get behind mental health. And and, right. and, and we're going to be on every news channel every Sunday talking about what we need to do for mental health or for Hollywood or how we need to rate films differently or, you know, with everybody getting shot up in the movie. So, again, I do kind of – I'm not going to say they – have all the responsibility, but I think until you show me what you're willing to do as opposed to limiting guns or registering guns or, you know, whatever, putting some kind of beacon on guns so they're not near schools, until you're willing to do something, like, it is on you. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is where we find ourselves now. And, and worse, oftentimes Republicans stand, and, I'm, and this is not to pick on Republicans, it's just where the politics are right now, stand in opposition. Not only do they not suggest programs as you're saying when programs are suggested they vote against them and then marjorie, right. marjorie taylor green puts out some crazy kooky you know and how about donnie i have to say this i did watch parts of that hannity interview last night did you uh, no i did not oh see man that. he is so entertaining i think that's why i laugh so hard at uh, uh mr johnson from snl who does that trump you yes. you really can't do a caricature of trump because he himself <laughs> is such a caricature that's it he he did this thing with DeSantis where you know uh ron came to me mr president he had tears rolling Big down guy, his face strong guy. i'm Big not man. i'm never going to be able to do this without you you know he's just he is 
he is such an uh, an entertainer, frankly. I mean, he's just so completely full of shit that it's almost fun to watch him because he just, I mean, I don't think, well, maybe he does because of his ego, but I don't think he believes half of what he says. He just says it. I wonder. That, that's I, the it, ultimate it, Trump it question. It really doesn't make a difference whether it's truthful or not because it's just all, at the end of the day, bullshit, right? Right. I mean, Trump is just an amazing individual. He's so fun to watch. Like, that Hannity interview was really entertaining. If you look at it as comedy, now, if you sure. look at it, if you look at it as he's the potential next president, and eh, then it gets a little frightening. That that is, yeah, and that's scary. And, and you know, that's scary to me because I think you know my far right friends will sort of downplay Trump, but I don't know. To me, and having watched this, look, I don't want to be the boy who cried wolf. And yes, have the Dem Democrats pretty much always hated him? Yeah. Also, most of the Republicans. In the beginning, there was a never right. Trumper wing of the party. Oh yeah, they like became the, the Lincoln Project. The, my closest right wing friend called him a clown when he was running sure. in 2016. Oh, look at what some of the Ted Cruz's and the fucking oh, Lindsey Graham's God, and others said about him. I mean, God, yeah. But you do kind of feel like it, after January 6, you kind of feel like okay, let's start looking at a future where he's gone exactly. and we're kind of getting back. But no, I don't think so. And and DeSantis exactly, doesn't seem to be catching any steam. No, no. Right? in fact, he's falling in the polls, and Trump will, will wind up just beating the shit out of him. I sent that exact text almost verbatim to my sister, who said, all you Democrats want to do is beat him up. I said, Rini, I don't care if he's arraigned, indicted, arrested, or goes to jail. I really couldn't care less if he would just do this. I'm going down to Mar-a-Lago to eat golf and fuck porn stars, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm not going to bother you ever again. Fair. Yeah. That's a great live out your Agreed. life in peace, Mr. Trump. Just leave us be. Deal. But he doesn't go away. Yeah. Who's your guy from the movie from from uh, who comes from the bottom of the lake? The Michael Myers. Oh, Jason Voorhees. Yeah, 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 he is. I mean, he just and here he is again, front runner. So she blames you know she wants to blame Democrat. Oh, MSNBC and Rachel Maddow, they're eating up with Trump. Well, he's the front runner. Right. He's leading all the polls. He's probably going to be your nominee. Fuck, he may become president again. Yeah, they're concerned. Sure. I mean, yes, they're eat you want to call that eating up with him? Yeah, but he's everywhere. Yeah, and again, you can see, look, the oh, reason. Oh, there goes oh, my mic. Raise Mike down for the, down, one, two. Have, you know what? I'm going to hold it. We're going to uh, we're gonna, we're gonna have to do some. Here, how's that? Check one, two. We're gonna have to do a little bit of uh, a little Mike magic. Yeah, a little Mike magic, mag as opposed to Magic, magic Mike. Mike. There you go. My favorite movie. What? <laughs> that is your favorite. What? You're always watching it on your. Phone. What did I say? <laughs> uh, but this yeah, is more man, comfortable, actually. My thing with Trump again. Uh, just, it, excuse me, once the levels sure. are still good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're still hanging in. <sighs> Look, we we can't we can't lie to our base and say we won an election we didn't win. And the fact that that's still going on now, months exact and months after years, yeah, years. I, I'm just, I'm not okay it's now with that. Not that's okay with bad that. for our Nor democracy. Nor can you be. No. You can downplay a lot of Trump's Twitter, his truth socials, a lot no. of his bullshit. You can call it bullshit. Fine, say what you want, but look, this is really, really bad for our country because it gets at the heart of our democracy. It cuts at the heart of our democracy. Right. That's. You know, and now look, Tristan, maybe the future is not a democratic future. Another thing my brother says, we may be witnessing the end of democracy because it seems to be failing in a lot of places. And America's not immune. We've got, I think, the world's longest running democracy at 
what's 2023 less 1776 240 plus years and i think the french maybe are right behind us but um democracies do end now the question is what does it get replaced with i mean i'm 63 are you waving at people on the street yeah there's people we've got fans today oh they lined up outside, yeah, outside. trump signs and guns <laughs> that's it <laughs> waiting for they, us they heard this um but you know if you are a person who thinks that democracy has brought bad things which there are some who do because certain things that shouldn't pass like transgender rights and and other things too much democracy i guess the question then becomes what do you replace it with a benevolent dictator an authoritarian a strong man what now you're not saying transgender rights are a bad thing you're just saying that if somebody else took that view there are people who think it is correct yes and for those people they may feel like there's yeah right they may feel thank you but they may feel like there's too much democracy sure like this is this is an anathema this isn't this is against my religion it's against my bible what my bible says and and the reason it happened is there's been too much democracy we've got to rein that in i think there so the question I've asked forever is how prevalent is that in American society? How many people feel that way? How many people would be willing to give up some of their liberties to get a guy or woman who represents their views? A lot more than would admit it. And that's scary. Yeah, And we scary. may be witnessing that. And you do feel that. Like, again, I, I think with Trump, look, nobody sits around on the left and says, man, I fucking love Joe Biden. Like, he's the absolute best, and I'd follow him into war. But with Trump, it's a feeling. Like, it's an emotional Oh, God. Mentality. Cult, cult it, of personality. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And this is just very much like it doesn't matter what he says because the the Trumpers, the people on the far right, have never had a politician in their lifetimes that have made them feel the way Trump does. Interestingly, though, and I just thought about this as you make that point, the same passion, because you're exactly right. Biden is kind of vanilla. As I said to my sister, he's not FDR, but he's not Jimmy Carter. He's been a he's been a steady hand at the wheel. Sure. Okay. But, Tristan, those people who have that passion for Trump are the very same people who have that vicious hatred for Joe. That he's fucking, Jill leads him around by his nose and they feed him vitamins so he can get up on stage and he <laughs> drools. And then every time I see him speak, he does fine. Right. You know, he's always been a gaffe machine. Sure. And he's always been kind of goofy. He's not JFK, but he's not drooling in the corner. Of course he's not. But right. it's kind of funny. It's the same people that have this absolute love for Trump that have this wicked hatred for joe biden and the rest of us are sort of going now there was a great one last night tristan and you do the you do the imitation much better than i do and i won't even try it but he's telling hannity how 24 hours that's all i'd need to end this war i'd have Zelensky and putin now i can't tell you how because i don't want anybody to know the secret sauce but 24 hours and then hannity because he's so far up trump's ass it's like now, Mr. President, do you really think in 24, 24 hours, Sean, is all I'd need to end this conflict? It's just beautiful stuff. It oh is so God. entertaining. He probably could because he would probably say we're cutting off Ukrainian support. We want Russia to have well, Ukraine, and it would be essentially de facto over. Oh but God. also, like, and, and even that kind of gets to, like, you, if you think you've got a special magic way to end the war— <laughs> And well, you, how do you keep that to yourself? And you don't share it. Like, what a prick isn't that you are! Anti-American, like <laughs> anti-people, right? Anti-humanity. Fuck, because we'll to me, like, him. yeah, you could save tens of thousands of lives, but oh, only if I'm elected. Only you know? if I'm elected, right? Yeah. Go to the White House, have a private meeting with Joe Biden, have get Putin and Zelensky on the phone, and solve the damn thing. Exactly. If you can do it. Yeah, so that's that's instead what of watching this tragedy unfold in these Ukrainian cities. Yeah, it's, that's it's, what it's, it's. If you're American, that's what you do. But again, it's all about Donnie. It's all. First of all, yeah. of course, that's a bunch of nonsense. 
sense. Of course it is. It's fun to listen to. Listen, one of the best things that Trump said, and I always said, like, I don't think he'll win, but if he wins, this is nice. Trump said, I'm going to have the best health care. I've said it on the show a million times. I'm a health care voter. Health care in this country is average at absolute best. So, you know, he said, uh, two weeks, two weeks after I'm in, we're going to have the best, the cheapest, the most affordable, the best health care. Man, you know, seven years later, I'm still waiting for that. So, again, like, you do start to realize, oh, He's completely full, full of shit. shit. Yeah. The, we're going to build a wall and Mexico's going to pay for it. People completely love that. Just right. complete bullshit. Yeah. The Mexican president himself said, that's complete bullshit. Right. Um, but yeah, people will say, and then they'll, well, they didn't allow him to do No, he's just completely full of shit. Right. Entertainingly so. Correct. Entertainingly so oh, is where I've reached. We've now, talked there, about him almost every week for two years. He doesn't get old as a topic. There was a pretty devastating poll for Trump that came out recently. Uh, I was listening to NPR this morning, and you know, the pick out. Look, you can't pick him. I just told you I was watching Hannity interview Trump last night on Fox NPR this morning. It's the way I roll. <laughs> I get it from all sources. But you should. That is how you uh, should sure. consume but, news. But it was. Um, like 58%, Trizen. So he's got his base. 30%, whatever the fuck it is, of the Republican Party. Not 30% of America. 30% right. of the 40%. So however yeah. you want to break that down. If Republicans are 40% of America or 45, it's 30% of them. So it might be 10 or 15% of Americans that are all Trump all the way. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're right. But like 58%. 58. That's well above what you need. Just are really in the camp that you just put out before it's like golly i've just had enough i just want him. it's funny i say golly after i say fuck 10 times <laughs> you know it's like ah I make it better all those fucks i now oh, i said golly it. but you know they just don't want to deal with him they just want him to go away he's just you know like i said just go down to mar-a-lago do what you want just leave us alone why doesn't he do that he's old enough because he's donald so trump that, yeah and it's a hell of a lot of power it and is. I think, and, and I think all of his court issues go away too. And he knows those well, are pretty that's darn true. real. That's, yeah. that's, if that's, he's president, that all goes away. That's that's actually true. It's it's now yeah. it's become protection. And, and on a serious note, now do I think Tristan that this New York thing is no pun intended a bit trumped up? I mean, I, I don't think that you really should indict a former president or put handcuffs on him and arrest him over a, a, a fucking payment to a porn star. I mean, ethically, it's terrible, but, you know, because it gives him that ability to be a martyr. Now, if you've got something more in Georgia where you say that he actually attempted to, you know, overturn an election down there, that seems a little more fraught with, you know, a, a little more political meat than I don't disagree payment with to a porn star. I mean, is yeah. that really where you want to go? And I think this Bragg guy... And again, Trump is a master. He's kind of put his, it put him in a little bit of a vice because I think they're debating now, huh, fuck, maybe we shouldn't go forward with this indictment. That's it. You know? Yeah. And again, I think Donald Trump has walked into politics, which has always shown a very bright spotlight on people in the highest level. I mean, Gary Hart, is that his yeah. name? Uh, who was uh, like had an affair? Well, he he was going to be he was probably going to be elected president. He yeah. had all the and then was found with uh, Donna Rice. Yeah, Donna Rice and Gary Hart. So again, that's one example. But man, there's dozens of examples of these little piddly things. You know, George Bush Senior saying no new taxes. There's a very bright spotlight on you. You're not a victim. Like these people have been cautious about everything they've done their entire lives, so they could stand up, run for president, and not have somebody say, you know, you sexually harassed a girl in 1975. Teddy Kennedy would have driven a Volkswagen. He'd been elected president. There you go. I mean, it literally. That is, was it, from that was from my. I think it was Mad Magazine because he 
the young lady died. That's it not very it's sad. a fucking tragedy. Right. But it's supposedly Volkswagens floated or float. Yeah. If Teddy, because <laughs> Chappaquiddick, I mean, he he challenged a, a, a Carter in eighty, which was a death knell for Carter. Yeah. Because when you have it, would be like somebody challenging Biden in twenty four from your own party. That's right. typically never good. Yeah. Doesn't end well for either. But Teddy could, just could never get by Chappaquiddick. Well, that's I mean, a tough thing. To, that's to, a tough thing. It's again, a death. Yeah, and, and again, that's you know one thing like that in your entire life is probably going to keep you out of the White House. Yes. Trump's had dozens of them, yeah. so now he has to answer. <laughs> He's truly Teflon. It's completely Don. unfair, you know. So what? I wanted to fuck well. porn stars, and but it's not unfair. This is the scrutiny that politicians have always had. I mean, let's be honest, Tristan, and and it's again, there's great irony. I, I mentioned the irony of the people that love Trump are also the ones that just make up the craziest shit about Biden. Uh, they really are the same. The irony relative to Trump and, you know, the left are a bunch of snowflakes and they're thin-skinned and this and that. These are the most skin-thinned, thin-skinned motherfuckers. This guy, Trump, is all about grievance. Everything is about out to get me. Everything is the... Com- and to your point, now, I'm not really out to get you, sir. You paid a porn star not to go forward with her right. story because you had fucked her while your wife was pregnant with your kid. Now, that is undisputable, right? Everybody agrees to that. Right. That's a bit of an indiscretion. Because, again, if, if that was Bill Clinton, I'm sure the right would have not made a big deal oh, out of it, right? No. I'm sure if Barack Obama no. had paid off a porn star, the right would have said, nah, we no get big it. deal. We'll just let that one roll over. So it, the problem is Trump's done so much shit, it looks like, well, that he's done so much worse. Are we really going to worry about the porn star? The grabber by the pussy comment ends basically any political career. Yeah, exactly. which is Which is why, in a certain sense, you have to Marvel. That's the place I've reached now. I think I said it to you eight months ago on this show. If Trump comes through all of this, no indictments, no arrests, and winds up running again as the Republican, I'm probably going to vote for him. Just because at that point you got to go, we're not worthy because you are 100% right. He's had a thousand things that ends the political career of anybody not named Donald Trump. That's true. And at some point you just got to marvel and go, man, this is just an amazing bit of 21st century fun. It's excellent TV, but yes, I would like to not have to deal Gets with a little scary. Of that. <laughs> could you, could you imagine? Well, I mean, he's already he's already on the vendetta uh, trail with yeah. his speeches. Can you imagine if he's elected? What the 20? What from 24 to 28 looks? Like? Man, you talk about the weaponization of the Justice Department oh, at that oh point. My oh my God, it, it's scary, man. And again, so. Can he be elected president in 2024? Can Donald Trump be reelected? Well, I think I said this on the show, or certainly me and you just having a conversation recently. I think under normal circumstances with Joe Biden, you know, I guess if Joe Biden doesn't say grab him by the pussy between now and, and election day, and Joe Biden has his health in a normal national election and gas isn't $11 a gallon, I don't think there's a reasonable way that Donald Trump wins that election. But fuck, he's an old man. If he has a heart attack a month before Joe? the election, yeah, Joe, yeah. or uh, you know, like some like the governor of oh, that was just elected that had went into uh, oh, a Fetterman, treatment. the senator, yeah, yeah, man. It's, I mean, yeah. something like that right. could could yeah, Trump could win. It would just take one, you know, 
one heartbeat. One September surprise. And, and truthfully, and again, we're just speculating here as a couple of putzes talking politics but uh, that we know very little about. But I think if Donald Trump did what we asked, what we're asking, Donald, please, you know he listens. Um, <laughs> he does, actually. Yeah, just go down to Mar-a-Lago and do whatever you like and leave us all alone. I think if he made that announcement tomorrow, I think Biden would more than likely say, hey, I did what I needed yeah, to. I I'm going to be 86 at the end of the term. I'm not going to run again. I'm going to open it up. to, And then there's a whole new bit of blood. Now you got a new re- fresh Democrat and a new fresh Republican. And boy, wouldn't that be great for everybody. It but I be. think as, as long as Trump's viable, Biden's viable. Because he said, I beat him once. That's it. I sure as fuck don't want to see him in there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run if he runs. Yeah, I, I'm completely with you on that. Right. Is that- and, and also, I think the problem, too, is that you know, as long as the the system of election is such that the bases choose the candidate, yeah. the Republicans love this shit, man. Like this far right, crazy, half cocked, like just. Well, when you say they're, I don't think Mitch McConnell loves it. A lot of the politicians don't love it. I'm saying the base who votes oh, these primaries yeah. love it. The people across the country. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. I, you know, look, 75% yeah. of your elected Republicans are... The quote-unquote establishment Republicans. Which is a, a shit way to describe somebody that just doesn't want to lie and fuck porn stars. <laughs> but, but yes, I mean, you, you just feel like the days of a John McCain running are just, you know, unreasonable at this point. Too 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 uh, moderate, too uh, rational, too yeah, pragmatic. Exactly. I mean, you got to be a bomb thrower. Imagine, well, I mean, that's what Joe was. Joe was a moderate. Now, sure. Yeah, he was pushed a little bit by the left because we are so polarized that the left probably has, you know, the true progressives, the AOC wing, probably has more power in the Democratic Party now than they ever did. Sure. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And so Joe was pushed a bit left. But again, yeah, okay, we would cop to that. Yeah, J- Joe Biden is is has has governed a little more progressively than than obviously conservatives would have liked but again this fucking guy isn't you know che guevara sure you know this isn't castro he's not bernie and he's not bernie yeah i mean he opened up some drilling in uh uh in alaska he's um he's rescinded a a few environmental things that that uh that pissed the left off um he's that infrastructure bill which we see evidence of every day now tris and all you got to do is look around and see there's more fucking road projects than i've ever and there's always been that's true but go up now they're they're 64 and 75 where they merge there's a huge project going on i believe it's all part of that infrastructure deal yeah you know pretty amazing so yeah and i don't know again i think the people that are just screaming about joe biden and they've got the fjb bumper stickers and all that look it could have been much much farther left it's much much farther left yeah and again we i think most of us on the on the you know center left would would pay to have the days of the george bush seniors and you know the ronald reagan's and you know the national yeah the mitt romney's of the world so um one thing i did want to get back to real quick two quick points about our previous topic of uh the shootings Mm. the girl that survived columbine that was at michigan state during that shooting fuck that's crazy unbelievable that's crazy she's been in two school shootings that's crazy and survived uh god bless her and the uh the rep for uh, the area of Nashville, the, um, the Republican representative, see his family photo, all his whole family with the ARs. My brother sent it. That is some. To, it's just it is like kind to, of silly it, to glamorize it. Just in that like way. Uh, Thomas Massey from Kentucky. Yeah, he had a Christmas and, and Bobert had had a Christmas card. Yeah, I mean, what is that about? That's a little fucked up. 
Yeah. I'm going to dare say uh, Aaron, who who we love, who sponsors our show, isn't sending out a Christmas card with his entire family uh, uh, armed with automatic weapons. My buddy Paul isn't. You know why they don't? Because it's fucking irresponsible. Right. Also, I think people that... It's golly dosh, gosh darn irresponsible. freaking darn it. Look, the thing about weapons... I, I apologize look. to Dad's carpet. <laughs> He's not having me back. <laughs> and he does not represent our uh, point of view. But look, weapons are great if you need them. Weapons are great to hunt with. Weapons are great to just go out and shoot with your buddies on weekends. But to glamorize it and have your family dress like Rambo, like, yeah, give, me a, give me a break. Yeah, no, That's, it's not good. Because you're basically... You're kind of throwing this the middle, finger. middle finger. That, to, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that is, right? And you're just you're just being as sensational as you can't. You know, you can't accuse somebody of being sensational or overblown a topic when you're sending that Christmas card. Yeah. Ever tell you about my brother? You know how people? Oh, I've told you a lot about my brother, but this one completely off topic. So, you know how people send those cards Trisden and you don't seem as much as you used to but in there would be a note about how Trisden is doing so well and 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 he's the star of his team and you know the younger brother Jimmy is is getting straight A's and they're just these like the newsletter things right yeah Yeah. so Tommy and of course you could only send this to a few people you didn't (laughs) he didn't send this in mass but he sent one where it's like Kyle's 10. He's still shitting himself. We're pretty sure he's special. Uh, Mike can't uh, can't untie his shoes yet, and he's 7. It was just like that. you know. And Kyle wound up at Yale. Mike was Rutgers, and now he's a proud Marine. Uh, uh, Sarah, his youngest, went to graduated Purdue, and she's doing great. So kudos to him. But, uh, you know, it was just... It was just the middle finger at those flowery bullshit. You yeah. know, my family is so great. Yeah. Fuck you and your family. That's true. Oh, that's the Louis C.K. humor. Right. That's that's the Louis C.K. humor. It's so funny because, you know, back when Louis was just an up and come 15, whatever it is, years before he, you know, really became prominent, he, he and I tell the same story. He had a, a guy at work say to him, and which we both were familiar enough with Louis to get the reference, it was like, Hey, Tom, you ever see this uh, comedian, Louis C.K.? Yeah, yeah, I know why. Oh, God, he reminds me of you. Everything's dark. And and then Dave Harrison, our buddy Heavy D, who did the show with us, he uh, called me one day years back. And he's like, man, are you familiar with Louis C.K.? Yeah, why? Ah, he reminds me of you. I take that as a compliment. That's pretty good. Well, (laughs) except for his blanking off into a plant. I masturbate a lot. Into plants, though? Into plants? (laughs) No. (laughs) Not into plants, and I don't ask women, hey, do you mind if I do this in front of you? Oh, God. Sorry, dads. Our new sponsor. (laughs) So, all right, so we're going to need our fourth studio here. Yeah. We've we've been run out of three different places. That's it. That's what happens. Well, if you you know us, if you've met us, it just all makes sense. All right, so I don't know what we've accomplished in nearly an hour, but what else you got, Tris? Throw it at me. I do want to. I want to get your take on the Michelangelo David uproar. Oh my God! Oh, I got you. It's just such fucking ignorance, <laughs> you know. So so so. My understanding is, and Michelangelo uh, uh, sculpted this because David. he Renaissance he, art. Renaissance art, David, because when he was going to take on Goliath, he was clothed with nothing but his faith. Right. And that's why he's naked. Yeah. He was clothed with nothing but his faith. Sure. And these fucking backward yeehaws. I mean, it's a, it was an art class, so yeah. they know nothing at all about art. They know nothing at all about the, uh, the actually what's in the Bible. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just ignorance, Tristan. It's just silly ignorance. Well, let me... Counterpoint, play, sure. Let, let me counterpoint here. I've been I've been on the right side of every issue today, so let, let me stick with it on this, too. It was I guess it was a sixth grade class. 
I don't know the level of art appreciation a sixth grader is going to have more so than look at that giggling at the ha, 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 it's a penis. Yeah. So, and art is obviously wonderful, but it's also so subjective. Isn't there room to say, look, we're not going to show naked people to sixth graders, even if they're considered one of the greatest masterworks of all time? Or am I wrong? Do you say, look, your kids are going to see penises and vaginas. Sixth grade's where we start. And, you know, something like, well, uh, you know, a masterwork I mean, from an all-time great. So my only counterpoint to your counterpoint would be there's a huge difference between a teacher bringing in Hustler magazine and opening the centerfold and saying, here, look at this, versus Michelangelo's David. I mean. I don't disagree with that. Know. But at the same time, you're seeing the same parts. Yeah. No, you are. And that's what the way those people reacted. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I get and, that. And, and, and I guess my point is, is even though, yes, if I had a sixth grader that saw Michelangelo's David, I would not be mad about that. Right. But at the same time, like, I could also get these people that wear jean skirts down to their ankles and never wear makeup. And, yeah. I mean, these super, you know, super religious folks that may feel a bit offended, offended at something like that. So, look probably let's just use a different example i mean i get both sides of the argument right right yeah it's yeah i'll give you that but it is fairly narrow i mean it's it it's a great piece it's a great work of art based on a quintessential biblical story sure. both of which seem to be lost yes. on these people which is kind of yeah. ironic but again i don't see a sixth grader in a beret with his hand on his chin going oh i i like how michelangelo no, right. Right. yeah they're right. just giggling how at wiener man's humanity to man yeah sure. no they are i i get that yeah so. i don't know I, and i want to just jump on the left bandwagon because of again it is a literal world masterwork easy from to, a, a yeah but, easy to easy to beat up the folks that you perceive as ignorant and so forth uh, yeah, and and that's where you get into that whole elitist thing, and and then that's fair. There, there's the, you know, it's not just backwardsness that caused that uproar. They're trying to protect their kids from such and such, but again, you know, I'll just I'll just leave it at there's a difference between opening up a hustler and saying here's the centerfold yes. versus you know Michelangelo's David. But okay, that's true. What else you got? Uh, I'm going to opening day Thursday. Oh, nice man! Can't baseball's wait. here now. The Finally. Reds still. Play the first game? They no, did no, forever. They, they, yeah, they stopped that. that. They and did. I, I do think that they I'm a traditionalist, the man. They shouldn't. They should keep it in Cincinnati. I agree. Because it is the oldest franchise. That's right. So I love that. And total bullshit. See, that yeah, now it's, and it never started until April. Now it starts March 30th, right? First game? That's it. And you're going when? Uh, heading up Wednesday morning or Thursday morning. And that is – but that's – what's the date? That's Maybe they have they moved it back and taken the first game now? No, it's uh, the season opens Thursday the thirtieth. Oh, that's, everybody opens. Everybody okay. opens same day. Yeah, no, the Reds so, should have that. Yeah, I so agree. You're, Reds who? Uh, Reds Pirates. Okay. So, and again, the Reds are going to be awful this season. Now, but is that man, a media thing? You got any special? You know what? We get free tickets all season long, but they screw you out of the opening day because it's such a tough ticket. Well, even that's cool. When they it'll suck, be a so, sellout. Yeah. So you, you know, and Laura heading yep, up, heading up with the wife, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll. Go up and she'll babysit me while I drink too much. And what kind of seats? Pretty good. You know, I actually got the seats from a buddy that had them and didn't want them, and uh, they're just behind the visitors. And it's a day dugout. game. 
day game, four o'clock. Yeah, that's perfect. And yeah, and uh, pretty nice. weather looks like it's going to be nice. Pretty decent. And it will be a sellout for opening day. Yeah, they they everyone has been that I've been to, and I've been to like the last that's great. Four, 14, 15. Sellout so. crowd is nice because the Reds have hope. Yeah, that's it's it. Opening day, everybody's uh, hope springs eternal. What is the team looking like? Bad, very bad. Ah. It's going to be absolute horrible. Is it? Yeah, I mean they've just no been, pitching. A little bit of pitching, again, it's just sparse everywhere. A little bit of pitching, a little bit of bullpen, a little bit of hitting. You know, Votto's old. Is Votto back, though? He's injured, so he's, nah. he's going to start the, the season on the IL. Uh, uh, India, he was a pretty good player. India's pretty solid. He'll be starting at second. Um, should be a good season for him. So, you know, if there's some bright spots. It, it should be Who's entertaining enough. Um, oh, gosh, I can picture him in my mind. If I hadn't asked I you, you'd be able to tell me. Bell. Yeah, yeah. Bell. Yeah. From the lineage, from the Bell family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, have fun, man. Opening day. Looking That's forward cool. to it. I don't know yeah. that I've ever been to an opening day. Yeah, uh, it, everybody should go once. once. It's like a New Year's Eve in New York. I right. Mean, you should, if you're this close to do a Cincinnati Reds opening, like the whole city closes down, and there's like beer vendors and food vendors on every street corner, and well, just the whole city's partying. Forever and cool. ever and ever, the Reds had the opening day. Nobody else yeah. stepped on that, and they shouldn't have. That sucks. I agree. And now the DH is... Baseball wide, right? No American. Uh, that's, that's right. A year or two old, right? Yeah. Who's the Reds DH? Ooh, good question. I, I don't know who we'll, who will use. Yeah, yeah. So pitchers just don't hit at all. Yeah, I guess not. Kind of sad. I guess they were sick of watching them just look terrible in the World Be Series. Be an easy out, and yeah, that's true. But it is such a cool thing, though, when you know pitcher comes through that great bunt, like all the old Braves pitchers. Oh just, man, they could all bunt. Oh, gosh, so you good. like Smoltz? Well, big Smoltz fan, yeah, sure. I am too. I, I hated the Braves, but individually, I think all those guys were so talented. That's funny. I could never stand the Braves. I was that a Met fan, and I didn't even like Smoltz. Man. I thought Smoltz I was a. That. I didn't like him at all when he played, but I, I think he's great as an announcer. Seems like a good guy. Seems yeah. like a guy scratch golfer. Yes, you could have fun golfing with, or yeah. maybe he takes it too serious. It does seem like you'd be a good guy to grab a drink with. Nice enough guy. All right, so joke comedy time. Yeah, and I think you got to do the dad's flooring dad joke, right? I mean, it's almost impossible not to do the dad's flooring dad joke. Which is, well, you've got the book of dad jokes in your hand. So, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you're saying as a sponsor, yeah, I as, as our as our joke. new studio sponsor. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yes, the dad's flooring dad joke. I love it. So this is this is taken from my book of uh, dad jokes, the good, the bad, the terrible. Yes, yes, and uh, and it's sponsored by Dad's Flooring. All right, so I'm going to do another one, Luke, uh, uh, Lucas. I almost called you Lucas. Um, I've got worse. I'll, I'll do a short one just because I have to. So, what do they serve at birthday parties in heaven? I don't know. Angel food cake. <laughs> but I'm going to read one because I, I don't obviously rehearse any of these because they have most of them are little quick ones like that so let's go ahead and read the dad's flooring dad joke a woman drove to her local well, i can't speak with this thing in my <laughs> mouth i'm so sorry I, I get it out next monday i have a, a partial that i'm getting an implant so they have this little flipper tooth and it's tough to speak a woman drove to her local grocery store to go shopping in preparation for thanksgiving dinner after collecting the produce and other ingredients she'd need, she started picking through the frozen turkeys at the store. Despite the large selection, she couldn't find a turkey big enough for the entire family. She found a, st a stock boy and asked him, excuse me, do these turkeys get any bigger? The stock boy replied, no, ma'am, they're dead. <laughs> ah, okay, that's, hey, not that's pretty good. Thank uh, you, Dad's like Flooring, for the dad joke. Yeah, so, and if you're in the central Kentucky area, man, there's some great flooring at Dad's, and I'm going to get them to do my house. Oh, cool. As a sponsor of the podcast, comes with 3,000 square feet for, real? for my house. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Pretty nice. Laminate? Uh, you know, some laminate, I think, but we're undecided. 
So very nice. We'll see. No, like kind of like maybe carpet in the bedroom just feels warmer. But you know, I think you got to go some type yeah. of hardwood ish laminate. You know, yeah. everywhere else. So we've never done that. So we'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, I threw together a top ten list for uh, Aaron at Berea Pond, who hopefully is still a sponsor after listening today. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but we did. Uh, I did threw together today top ten things. We didn't tell Cameron, who was the owner of Dad's Flooring, before moving in. So today we officially moved <laughs> in. Perfect. And so this is a good time to just put it all on the table. So top ten things we didn't tell the owner of Dad's Flooring before he let us move the studio in. Number ten, I'm not housebroken. Nah, it's gonna that's sm- that spot. Okay. You smell, were here before me. going to smell weird. Uh, number nine, <laughs> Ray Steele's. <laughs> yeah. So hide your money. Uh, number eight. We insisted on squatters' rights. Mm, this would be bad. Good. Yeah. This would not be bad. We, this is a good place. To, I think we could, we could camp we, out We here. could squat. This is nice. Uh, number seven, things we did not tell Dad's flooring before moving in. We are notorious for not flushing. Uh, yeah. We should work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number six. Is this gross? Mm. I, 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 no, no. My interjection here on not flushing. Like, if I'm nah, I better. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't tell you. Like, I, I'm no. Envir- we need to know now. I'm an environmentalist, so if I'm downstairs by myself, like I'll let it. Maybe I'll flush like the third time. Yeah, I mean, urine, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. no, no. If it's brown, it goes down. But yeah, urine. Yeah, no. Uh, I th- that's probably pretty uh, traditional. Now my guy, wife think. would just freak out at that you disgusting pig she doesn't get the environmental aspect of that yeah that's a that's a venus mars thing yeah Yeah. that's true and i remember in the 90s there was a you know a movement if it's brown flush it down if it's yellow let it mellow yeah there you go so (laughs) how am a yellow let it mellow there's something but if my wife walks in she's not mellow yeah (laughs) fair enough yeah all right uh top 10 things we did not tell cameron from dad's flooring before moving in uh number six we're gonna need to keep our pet alpaca here. Yes. So yes, Tim. Does Thank you. Stay yes. with us in the studio. That's right. So hopefully that's not a problem. Uh, number five. There's a good chance we'll be sleeping here on nights we make our wives mad. Good chance. I, and ironically, Tris and I came up here Saturday to sort of lay out our stuff, and I actually said to him, yeah, "You know, if your wife threw, yeah, you could put a bag up here. This is a nice space. Like this is <laughs> yeah. a big nice space. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Yeah." So, uh, number four, and we usually don't announce this on the show, but Ray, of course, is on the sex offender registry. No. Yeah. Well, let's let's keep that quiet. <laughs> we will we'll have Troy. Feet, thousand have, feet of a school. We'll have Troy edit that out. Uh, number. Uh, of no, course. Number three. Yeah, of course he is. What, you didn't know that? How could <laughs> well, you not know? We, we Look at everybody. the guy. <laughs> number three, we insist on daily hugs. So. Go ahead and finish, and then I'll, I'll, I'll have my query. Okay. Uh, again, top ten things we did not tell Cameron before moving into Dad's flooring. Number two, and this is maybe a shock to you, Ray is actually from New Jersey. Yes, that one is true. That, that one's accurate. And the number one thing we did not tell Cameron from Dad's flooring before moving in, I have a very complicated relationship with everyone I call Dad. Yeah, okay. That's, you finally include yourself because I was going to say I became a thief and a sex offender in this. Well, I said wow. I wasn't housebroken. Yeah, okay, that's true. You know, and, and we on most of it. But again, if, if I write the top 10, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be meaner to myself. Uh, but yeah, thanks. I am, I am not 
I am not a sex offender, a thief. Nah. <laughs> no. So thanks to I Aaron. Won't, and Bree I won't Bond. steal from you. I like it. Dad's flooring, a Rational Boomer podcast, Troy at Front Porch Studios, Nate at Stoveleg Media. Um, please like us uh, on Apple or Spotify or any of those things or Facebook or whatever. Yes, hey, thank you to everybody. Hey, hey, I hope this sounds good. We're finally back in a studio. It seems like it's been a while. We apologize for those shows in between that were almost unlistenable, but hopefully we'll start back and be able to get. We got a beautiful place now, and uh, guests should be easy to entertain as well. Yeah, get back to bringing some guests up. And, I like it. Yeah, and have good, a great week. Good times. And you were going to say something at the end of the top ten. No, I was going to say I, I turned into both a thief and a pedophile. Oh. Not a, a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> well, nobody said pedophile. pedophile. I said sex offender. I didn't. It, oh, well, there fair. Were children. Fair, fair. So that you're telling on yourself now. Okay. I didn't. I don't know why you were arrested. I That's, just know that you're on the registry. So. How else are you a sex offender? I think you could just be a regular old rapist. A rapist. A regular old rapist. Damn it. Just you what know, was the um, age-appropriate rapist? Yeah, the Blazing Saddles, where they're lining up the guys, and uh, and he's got all the list of things that they did. Says here, rape three times. I like rape. And then the uh, you, Blazing Saddles. No, yeah, the, but I haven't seen it that line? enough to remember. And then the number seven. We'll work up a number seven. That's where we go a riding and a whooping, stomping <laughs> everything within an inch of his life. Except, of course, for the women folk. Oh, you spare the women folk? Hell no. We raped the shit out of them that night at the number seven dance. Now, you think you could do that movie today? No chance. Oh, my God. I'd love to talk to Mel Brooks about it. He's still alive. Yeah, I'd like I to mean, watch the History of the World movie to, to see if, if that pushed the envelope in oh, it that's just yeah, recently released. The new, the new one. What's the new one? The History of the World Part 2. That just released on uh, Mel Brooks Netflix. Mel, Mel Brooks else. was a part of that, yeah. Wow. I don't know that it was he was as involved as he was with the original. but Holy cow. Yeah. So pretty fascinating. I didn't realize that. It was kind of like the uh, Christmas story. that was. Did you watch it? It was pretty shitty. Yeah. The new was, Chris. Did you it watch okay. it? It was very okay. Yeah. That's fair. the best you could give it. Yeah. Which I guess you couldn't expect a lot, but I, I thought that was something. But it was actually Ralphie as an adult and going back to his town and, you know. Yeah. It was pretty... But again, I, you know, I do think, and you know, and I, the people on the far left will just say, "Be more creative," and there's some truth to that. But man, there, you, there's not as many things as you can do in entertainment as you could ten years ago. I mean, it definitely, you know, to think of the stuff that we laughed at in the not me in the '70s, but what folks laughed at in the '70s and what right. I laughed at in the '80s and '90s, like, man, there, you cannot do most of that stuff and that is not the fault of conservatives that's fair yeah yeah that's so we'll leave on a good note we'll we'll uh, give a thumbs up to our conservative friends that's the left-leaning friends of ours that have made it impossible to say anything yeah all right tris have a great week you too right take care back thanks for listening to extreme common sense with tristan and ray we hope you had fun and look forward to taking on another topic next week About a five, four. Ah, damn it. <laughs> See, they are a little shaky. We may have to tweak this some. Yeah. <laughs> was that recorded? I think it was. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, but- so counterclockwise tightens, right? Yeah. Yeah.